Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Excuse me, Pat Colligan, but I would like a sterile cockpit for a second here. Yes, we'll make it as sterile as possible. Uh, <laughs> it is sterile. There's nothing on. There's no master. There's no magnetos. There's nothing's on. Just you and me and and our friendly uh, director of photography. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for stopping in today. If you could see me right now, which you probably can, I am sitting inside a simulator. And you might think, oh, Lynette, how cute. You're in a simulator. Isn't that nice? But Pat Colligan, whose passion it is not only to fly, but to teach. Can you tell everybody where we just were, me, you, and my Motivate Me crew, Chelsea and Cassie? Well, we took off uh, three times and landed three times at the airport, beautiful Pompano Air Park in South Florida. We flew over Boca Raton into Lauderdale's airspace a little bit and quickly got out of there. And then we flew around at 3,000 feet, had some fun. I showed these uh, these bright and enterprising young people how to basically how to manipulate the controls, and we had a lot of fun. It was such a good time. And Christina Henley and co-owner Fred here at Paul Kramer's Learn to Fly Center in, is this actually Lighthouse Point, Florida, or is it Pompano? It, this is Pompano Air Park, which is right next to Lighthouse Point. When we fly to the east off the off of 1-5, we immediately see uh, Lighthouse Point on the left. And you know, we're on a 50-state tour, and in each state, we're doing something we've never done before. And Christina Henley opened her home to us and provided us this amazing opportunity to have a flight lesson. And so each of us got to take off and land. And I have to tell you that once I met you, I felt much better because I've been really nervous about this. <laughs> well, good, good. I like to think that after all these years, I can make people relax or help them relax. And there's a little technique to that and just enjoying people and showing them how, how easy and how much fun it can be in a simple way is always a pleasure. And, and to bring out uh, your relaxed side and, and, and let you have some fun at it, that's, that's the mission. That's the real mission. So that's what we try to do today. And I think your conscientiousness as a pilot, you know, your your seriousness and, and, and how serious you take every step of this process, which I mean, is every step is important, right? Every step is important and safety first always. So you're thinking of all kinds of things, the airport, other traffic, the welfare of your occupants and people in the plane. The, other traffic coming in, you're having to deal with controllers, you're making sure your engine instruments are good and everything's good with the plane. So it's a multi-dimensional uh, business, this profession, and that's what makes it exciting. And I would tell you, uh, honestly, anybody can do this. If you just have the time and the determination, that's all it takes. It doesn't take extra IQ or brain power or anything. It just takes work, showing up, doing the flights, studying a little bit at home and coming back and it all it all comes together at a certain point you don't learn it all in one day 
You need to practice. You just need to practice, right? That's right. And it's a process. Now, I was telling you that you and my father share a passion, right? My father was a pilot. So I'm curious to know where this started for you. Uh, It started, oh, a long uh, time ago. When I was a child, I, I always thought I wanted to fly. When I was really young, I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy, but... I wound up uh, joining the service at an early age, and I I went to Vietnam. I'm a veteran. And then after that, I decided I wanted to start again. So I started, oh, my God, way back in the 80s and ran out of money. I started flying in Opelika, Florida, and uh, I flew some in Richmond. And then I was able to continue after I sold a house years and years later. That was actually 1994. I sold a house, and I had an extra 20 grand sitting around, so... Back then, you could get all the ratings for 20 grand. It's, it's much more than that today. But I took advantage of that, and I went all the way, and I've never looked back. Uh, uh, Do you have any hesitations or challenges keeping this passion in your life? Uh, the, the hesitations are sometimes it's not tremendously lucrative as a flight instructor. You're better off if you want to make a career out of it to go for the airlines and wind up with FedEx or American or whoever. It's... Uh, it can be a long road, and sometimes when the cycle is in the right place, it can be a short road. Uh, but it's you work at it, and you you got to pay your dues. You got to learn the ropes a little bit, and uh, you know. But as a, there's not many that remain flight instructors. Many just go on because of the financial aspect of it. And so I'm one of these guys, one of these older guys that's still teaching. And to be honest with you, I don't know how to do much of anything else. Uh, flying is what I do. What have you learned about yourself? through this journey? Uh, how to be uh, continuously, every flight teaches me how to become more effective in the transfer of knowledge. And every flight, even low time, students will teach me things just by their example, their determination, their their cur- their learning curve, whatever it is, you've got to get, you've got to see people in a symbiotic way and transfer that knowledge. So every flight becomes a challenge uh, scholastically speaking, academically speaking, and physically speaking, how to get them to relax enough to control the aircraft and to to process what you're trying to transfer to them. So every flight is, is that's going on. So as an instructor, you have to transfer the knowledge at the end of the day. And you never feel like you master it because you can always get better. Always, there's always something you have to learn, and all I have is a license to learn. And after doing it for 20 years, nothing could be farther from the truth. It is just a license to learn, no matter which level you're on. You know, that's so evident, though, being being a passenger in your plane and a student in your plane. Was you, once this started, once we were, you know, all of the logistics were taken care of and you were able to teach, I saw your whole person just, like, start to love what you were doing. You relaxed, and you just wanted to pour this knowledge out to us and we were just so we loved learning it and with each of us because each of us took off and landed each of us got a period of time to fly and during that time you taught uh, all three of us something different don't think we didn't notice that that's very kind and that to be honest makes it all worthwhile how has flying and how has doing this enriched your life oh uh it's i've learned so much about myself my own ability to learn and to process and to move and to get better at what I do and uh, the people I've met, 
the sunsets I've seen, the places I've been, you know, the struggle. Sometimes it's been a struggle, but uh, it's hard to replace the ability to teach somebody something and to and to make them feel so gratified about themselves and to watch him get that private license is very, very rewarding. And they never forget you. So. No, I know we'll never forget you. I mean, you know, people get off a roller coaster and they think, you know, oh, they're really pumped up. They feel so confident. Fly a plane and then talk to us, right? <laughs> right, that's right. You never, and I don't forget my students either. I love them, I'm proud of them. And when I kick them out the door, uh, on that first flight and the, and they take that first solo, I'm usually balling at the end of the runway. <laughs> what advice, final question, can you give my audience just about pursuing something that can make them feel like flying makes you feel? Uh, something else you mean? It, maybe it's flying for them, maybe it's something else. Just pursuing a well, passion. Yeah, pursue your passion, whatever it is. Find your gifts in life and pursue those gifts. And it's not for everybody, it's not flying. For the next person, it could be drawing or, or making sandcastles, whatever it is. Everybody has gifts. So pursue those gifts and find out what they are. And, then, and know that God has a place for you, too, and a plan for your life. That's important. Once you realize that, things will unfold in that direction. I want to thank you so much for everything today. Really, it was amazing. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness. And that makes it all worthwhile. That was amazing. And I, I want to thank Christina and Fred one more time from Paul Kramer's Learn to Fly Center. I'm reading it backwards right now just because I don't want to forget and get it wrong. But that was pretty good. How'd I do? You did great. You're a good interviewer. Oh, thank I like you. It. I wasn't sure about that until now. I've watched you in action. And you're good at what you do. So... Thank you. Thank you so much. And here we are sitting in a plane in a building. It's only it's only a part of a plane. <laughs> right. We're just sitting in a part of a plane in a but building it, having a moment it was with, a with just plane. a few people staring at us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, I believe this is an ex-Saratoga or Cherokee 6. It's one of the two. And I've got, in this particular aircraft, just this aircraft, I have over 1,500 hours. How many hours do you have total? I have over five. Stop counting at 5,000. I have over 2,000 dual instruction given, so I stopped. There's no more reason for me to log. I'm not going for any other ratings. Um, this is what I do, and so I don't have to log anymore. You actually spend a lot of time logging, so I, I don't bother with that anymore. I, I feel your pain with the paperwork. Thank you so much, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Hope to see you again. Me too. Get that license. <laughs> Come on, follow in your dad's footsteps. He'd be so proud. Yeah. And you, you exhibited, you seemed to be relaxed and you were turning and you told me to turn on the transponder, remember? I was like, damn it, man, she's good at this. <laughs> that was great. I loved it. <laughs> so I turned on the transponder. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right, darling. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving.